a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One... Ahoy to the digital racer in Hamish. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I, only, I only answer in ones and zeros now. Uh, no, digital ahoys to you, Ando. Yeah, digital, digital ahoys, ahoys to you, Jack. Ahoy. Jack, Yes. Um, you're in. This is you're a show in. thing. You're, I know the show's a hobby for you, but you're in. I'm very excited about the digital horses. Yes. We've got an update to come soon, but before we got a that, really, Ham, Yeah, we, we have ha- a very exciting world of digital racing. Yes. Jack, I think Jack's excited because there's... We'll get to it, but there's a chance we could win crypto mm. as prize money. Yeah. And is Jack, are you, are you thinking running the old third ruler across that? or? Well, I mean, I didn't even think that was in con- conjecture. We'll keep the money we win, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> right. If okay. the horse when is we winning just... races, don't we keep the money, the prize yes, money? Yes, no, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah. Just when we were discussing inflows, you were quiet as a church mouse. Yeah. Oh. So since you weren't there... Oh, yeah. oh, no, I guess yes. I didn't put any money in, so I don't really deserve any of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. We'll see, good, we'll good, see. Good, good point. I hadn't thought of that. I was more just excited about the keepings. <laughs> uh, and before we get to that, uh, ahoy to Josh. Ahoy to you, Andrew, you bloody coot. How on earth are we supposed to find this audio file? General inquiries. Anyway, ahoy to the beard boys, or as I like to call you, Jackhammer. Um, (laughs) Hamish. Makita Jackhammer. You wanted the world's best shorts. I reckon I'd look at the FXDs. I'm a trading myself, just got to work, flooring installer. The FXD short shorts, fantastic, and I reckon they'd a sponsorship from them would go great with your Makita jumpers. <laughs> anyway, boys, I'm glad that I finally got through this, and ciao. What a legend. Yeah. I mean, Scotty Cam is going to come across a clip of our show on Instagram and go, what, what, what is this show that Hamish and Andy are doing? They've got Makita hoodies on. They've got everyone's favourite shorts, the FXDs on. Are they, has this got anything to do with like, you at all with going, the trades? Am I okay? Yeah, you, what's uh, going on? Why are you grooming Hamish and Andy to steal the block? <laughs> <laughs> um, we won't need your job, uh, um, Scotty Cam, because we're going to be too busy, way too busy, yeah. heading into the digital horse racing world. We've been chatting about this. I think it was a couple of weeks back we talked to Ebbs, yep. who was CEO and founder of Digital Horse Racing. We've been trying to work out how to get into crypto, Ham. Uh, yep. This show back in there after two false starts with uh, <laughs> cryptocurrencies. We this certainly our right. heart was in the right place, mm. but our passwords were not. No, and now our I think our heart's in the right place again as we jump on the not even cresting wave mm. of digital horse racing Z horses. Yes, I mean we assume everyone's listening to the podcast in order, so you've been through the this with us. But if you've somehow just dipped into the first time, Give essentially the. Well, essentially, you buy a digital horse. It's mm. it's a digital horse. It's not an it's not an analog horse. There's no fur and blood and bones in it. But no. by God, it's its own personality. Yep. 
and you can race it against other digital horses. We went through the algorithm of how it races. The thing that I liked about the model, Ando, because mm. I know it was a very kind of detailed conversation, but when I went away from it and trying to explain it at the pub, mm. you know, you and I the other night were, were at the pub watching <laughs> watching the Same footy. Origin, yeah. And we were like trying to explain to people at the table what we got into. <laughs> and a couple of phrases I thought helped. Provably... Um, safe or like unpredictable because yep. it's the blockchain. Like you know, you can. It's impossible even for the people that own the algorithm to know what's going to happen. Yep. Because it's that thing where it like simulates the race a thousand or a million times and then just picks one of those outcomes. Yes. That's the bit that I like about it. It's because you're like, okay, well, an outsider could win. Yeah. It probably won't mm. because an outsider might only win twelve times in a thousand, and it has to be that has to be the one that's picked. But it could still happen. Happens in horse racing, uh, and obviously it happens in digital horse racing. We had a lot of we we, we thought we let's let's buy a digital horse. You didn't know how. Lots of people, Jack, during the week have reached out and saying, "Hey, let yep. me be your trainer. Let yep. me be your trainer." And we thought there was one fellow that really stood up and cut amongst the rest. His name is Christian. He joins us now. Christian, you've been commissioned as the trainer for the stable of H and A. Ahoy to you. Digital hello boys, how are you? <laughs> digital Holly, I can't believe we have a digital horse trainer. Christian, we, uh, we're just over the moon. Mm. And, and as that excitement peaks, mm. one question will, is popping up, or has popped up in my mind, which is why do we need a digital horse trainer? <laughs> <laughs> well, need versus one always comes in here. Because mm. <laughs> I love having one, but I, but, but, why? Because is the horse so? Can the horse get better? So the horse itself can't can't essentially get better, but who you race it against and how you race it will determine how well it does. Okay. So you can have one of the best horses in the game, but continually riding it at the wrong distance or against the wrong competition, and and it keep coming last. So there is a there is a little bit of oh sorry a lot of of data that goes into how to figure out the best best distances and whatnot. So. Yeah, it's it's something that if you if you don't have a lot of time in your hand and you're not putting a lot of time in, you you can you can do wrong by the horse, which is obviously not what we're trying to do here. Christian, no, we do want to do, do right this, by the horse. Do you do this full time? Full time, yep. Wow. Uh, as of as of the start of this year, this is um, not only my full time job, but also my my wife has quit her full time job to come on board as well. So how did running how, like how a, did that conversation go down with your parents? <laughs> where you go, I'm yeah, it's a big call. It's, I mean, I feel like it's a thing that mum. I mean, we're struggling to understand it, and we're in our third. One of us in our thirties, and I just feel like telling a mum and a dad. Mm. Um, I'm quitting my job to race digital horse. To become a digital horse race trainer. What did, what, yeah, what did they say? Well, it comes from two sides. So my wife's parents are actually um, actual horse trainers, right? Mm. So I've been Old laughed school. at for a well over a year about my pixie horses or my digital horses, as they call them. Mm. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of laughing and a, a lot of me just going, I'll show you. Um, but I think they're finally starting to come around. What is it, eighteen months later? <laughs> what was your? What were you guys working in? Like, what fields were you and your wife working in before you got into digital horse training? So I was actually um, a country manager for tourism brands um, for the few years leading up, and I actually um, I lost my job. Well, I didn't lose my job to COVID, but I found it very, very hard um, to get back into where I was. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I picked this up as a complete hobby, right? Um, and oh. just to sort of keep me entertained. It was a. We know someone like that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't keep him entertained, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, okay. This is this is. 
I, I think I'm starting to get a bit of a fuller picture here. So let's just say we get a, a, a great horse, right? Let's just say you get an amazing horse called, you know, Lightning Captain Lightning Bolt. Mm. Even though we've spent the money getting a very good digital horse, unbeknownst to us, Captain Lightning Bolt will have a favourite distance and like a preferred style of racing. We just will never know what it is because like with real horses, you can't ask them. You have to figure yeah. it out for yourself. And that's where your job comes in, training them to kind of figure out, okay, I think this is the kind of horse that prefers, you know, long you f- distance. Yeah. Do you feed them as well? Like is, is there a preferred feed that we're meant to be giving them? They've been talking about it. They've been talking about digital carrots and all of these sort of stuff. I, I don't think it'll come in, but <laughs> it's been conversations for a while. Um, but, yeah, that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to run it. So, essentially, I call training the first 50 to 75 races. And during that time, you're just trying to figure out. And you just keep in mind, these horses never die. Um, they can race thousands of times. They can do a, a race for as long as they want. So, 50 to 75 races. Yeah. I've got over 250 horses in, in my stable. Yeah. Well, um, Hamish's dad's got a VW Tiguan. We're all pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> Everyone's doing all right, mate. So, horses for courses but, and knolls for cars. I'll, I'll race 10 to 30 of them at any given time. What about injuries? No injuries, no training, no vet fees, um, no upkeeps. Hang on, you're no training. training. Hang on, you're a trainer. <laughs> no training costs. <laughs> 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 so, so, Chris, you get a real Chris, horse, you'll, you'll know that it costs, uh, you know, 10 times more to keep the thing alive than it is to actually buy the horse. So. Yes, yes. So, yeah. Christian, Hamish, this, this, your email came into my side of the fence. Yep. Jack, I, I rang Hamish and said, hey, we should get this guy. He knows a lot more than, than we do. Yeah, no, and then Haim's obvious question was, is this a scam? And well, I said, we'll... look, Ando, are we, we've talked on air about how we're going to buy this Ethereum. Um, we're going to buy, you know, three or four Ether. Mm. And it's a popular Bitcoin at the It's a popular crypto at the moment. And I know some people's ears would prick up yep. and go, oh, these guys don't know what they're doing. Yep. I'll, email, I'll email them. I'll promise them the world. Mm. And I'll... Because I said, look, is there a bit, let me just ask Ando, is there, is, because Andy was in charge of getting the Ethereum. Mm. I said, is there a bit where they're going, we're going to have to transfer our crypto somewhere else mm. to get the horse? And yes. I went, yeah, I think that's how it works. We hand it over to Christian. Mm. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and I said, right, well, are you thinking what I think? I'm thinking this could be the bit where we never hear from him again. <laughs> and Andy, Andy said, no, no, I've got that covered. And Jackie goes, it's okay. I've asked him, and he texted him and said, you're not going to steal it, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and then he assured me he wouldn't. <laughs> so that's so nice that's to, been our layer of security. <laughs> nice to that's that yeah. But he sounds like a trustworthy guy. That's, don't, that's, you don't sound like a thief, Christian, yeah. which is great. That would be the um, the biggest short-term play I think anyone has ever done, trying to run off with 10 grand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money on, on national radio versus... Um, what it will happen if I if I did that? So okay, <laughs> we're all good here. How much money do you think we need to start a sable? Haim and I are thinking, Christian, that we'd like to buy one goodie. Yeah, and- one absolute mm. lightning quick. Like you know, yeah. you mentioned that when the, you can even buy these second hand. Like, what's the best horse in the world going for at the moment? Of this won't be us, but like, what's the most famous? racehorse at the moment worth this is going to sound so biased but my, definitely my horse ducky mallon is the uh is the number one horse uh on the platform <laughs> and i have had offers of half a million us for her what um, christian will take not, it. will not sell her you won't sell her no <laughs> oh wouldn't my gosh her. 
No. Well, aren't Does your wife know your... that one of your horses is worth half a million US? <laughs> she quit her job, Christian. <laughs> this we've, is... got to, we've got to feed the family. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. So, well, that's definitely a... Uh, okay, well, we're not Take that, that, mum and dad. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Well, we well, can't right. buy that, but this is good news. He's got an so eye for it, Ham. Okay. But we want something like good, but mm. obviously not ducky melon level. Yeah. Um, we want one, you know, best we can buy with like one or two Ethereum. Yep. And then we'd like, we think six, yeah. half a dozen shitbirds. Idiots. Shit yeah, idiots. <laughs> idiots and shitbirds. Uh, absolute misfits and shitbirds. <laughs> yeah. on, on the off chance yeah. that one of those six could be a yeah. fluke. Um, champion. So if we yeah. were to give you, say, $10,000, is that enough to get one potential, you know, goodish one and uh, six misfits? Yeah, that, that's enough. Um, we can definitely do that. And we can also breed them out as well, you know. I think the, 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 the important thing is the one that you buy, then this is going to hurt, and I, I can see it already. What might end up happening is the one that we spend most of the money on mm. might end up being the worst horse because it's all a... It's all a genetical sort of um, genetic like lottery in terms of what you buy. So just because you spend the most on that one doesn't yep. mean it's going to be the best horse. That's like real. So I like the idea of spreading them across. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we we like that idea of just a few speckies. Yep. Um, which is exciting since they're digital. It's not like we have to buy more stables or anything like that. Yeah. Like that's the that's the fun of having a digital horse farm. Yeah. You can have as many as you want. We'll set all this up. Let's 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 pause this week for this week, Ham. Let's catch up with Christian next week. Christian, you've got a week. Come back Go to shopping. us with a horse. Go shopping. Go shopping. And next Go shopping. week, we would like to hear what is the first horse in the Hamish Nanny stable. Sounds good. Cheers, Looking buddy. Ham, a special skill fell to my side of the fence. Uh, HamishNanny.com, we love any correspondence, but it gets split 50-50. So Ham doesn't know what I know, and I don't yeah. know what he knows as it comes in. But The right uh, hand has no idea what the left yeah. hand is up to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Danny. But Jack, Jack is the brain. Jack receives yeah. both hands. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but I don't read any. So uh, <laughs> the brain the is brain, not the, watching the, the hands. Brain, <laughs> the, brain's, the brain's optical nerves <laughs> have shut down. Yeah. So we are in... An interesting body. Currently <laughs> operated constantly by, in a coma. <laughs> operated by three lazy drivers. Um, yeah, when did you stop? Remember, like, yeah. when we, when we Definitely last year. It wasn't, yeah, it's not, it new. Was, it's not new. You stopped ages ago. Yeah. Probably around COVID times. Yeah. That was the time that you had more time on your hands. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay. Anyway. I think it's because, Ando, you and I had more time on our hands, so we started putting – we probably started putting more effort in. I, You know, last year – we always loved the podcast, but last year the podcast became very special yeah. during lockdown, during Melbourne's lockdown in particular. Mm. So, you know, we're tucked away for 100 days, and you love the podcast, yeah. lived for the podcast. And I think it was – here's the way I think about it. If Jack is the driver of the podcast because he sits behind the desk there, yeah. he had taken his foot off the gas, mm. but we didn't notice it because you and I, the gusto from you and I oh, yeah. was creating a downhill. Yeah. So the, the show was zooming downhill, <laughs> but only because you and I yeah, were creating yeah, yeah. a downhill. Yeah, yeah. And it's only until we got to the flat that yeah. we realised, I, I don't think Jack's <laughs> pressing the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so it was, it was a lag on noticing. Yeah, I, think. I, I absolutely. But we agree. certainly we know now, Jack. With Jack's two feet up on the dash, yeah. sipping a cocktail. <laughs> but he's if, got it in autopilot now. If stuff trickles through to Instagram, though, some people message about the show there. I will usually write back to that. So that's nice, Jack. I'm catching yeah. it. Somewhere. You realise? I mean, again, we know it's a hobby, but in your employment contract, it specifically states so it's read emails. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> Interesting. That could certainly be interpreted two ways. Your email does it say who should? Mine? Does it say who should read them? <laughs> Anyway, this, this, one is, came, <laughs> this one came in from Danny. That's annoying. <laughs> this came in from Danny. She said she can very convincingly pull off at least eight different accents. Wow. She used to use them all the time when she was in sales as well. So this is exciting. Um, That's a great place to use it because I would be more likely to, I mean, I'm a pushover, but I would be more likely to buy something over the phone mm. From a Scottish person. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently Irish accent's the most trusted. Is it? I reckon that's... But leprechauns are tricks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it explains how Yui Insurance have gone with... A lot of insurance companies go I, with Irish I, I net. I, 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 sorry, they I, love that guy. Yeah, yeah they yeah. do love that guy. I think Yui's a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. My bad. Um, oh, hey, Danny, sorry. <laughs> they're not a sponsor. <laughs> Danny, Danny... I, I, we don't want to speak. She's standing by. No, you explain. You came up with this game, and I really like it for this accent test. Yes. So Danny can hear us. You don't have to say anything, Danny. But Danny, here's how the game's going to work. You're going to give us three different accents, but it must include mm. your actual accent. Yeah, your neutral, whatever that is, yep, home that is. country accent. Mm. You're going to say, when we say accent one, you're going to say the same line every time, which is, ahoy, my name is Danny. And as you can tell, this is my real accent. Then Jack, Hamish, and I will get a chance to ask you one question per accent. We'll take it in turns between us. You have to answer that in the accent, and then we'll have to think about it and move on to the next one. If and at the so at the end we're guessing the natural accent. Yes. So you know, let's say we get uh, American, Armenian, and Azerbaijanian. Yeah. If she's only operating at the top yeah. of the country's list, <laughs> we say, okay, we think Azerbaijanian yeah. is your natural accent. If we guess that, yeah. we obviously um, block the coin. Yep. But if she's, what if one of us guesses natural? I think we have to all come to, a, come to a, 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 a conclusion. Right. Okay. Mm. So the odds are really against us here. Yeah, but it's, it's only against. it's only it's it's a three to one shot though. Yeah, it was a two to one for her to get a coin. Yeah, yeah. If she can be convincing. Okay, I get it. <laughs> don't worry, I'm working with you. You don't have to convince me. I like the game. I'm working with you to build tension. Great. <laughs> I just think you were diminishing her. I wasn't. No, I was. I was going. Ability. Okay. And I was like, well, that's 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 part of it. Luck is on her side, but yeah. let's. You're right. Let's yeah. see if she can be convincing. <laughs> okay, let's jump into it. <laughs> oh, Danny girl, a coin, a coin is calling. Trick us three with a different accent. If we guess wrong, you'll stand in all your glory. But boy, will we laugh at a poor attempt. Good luck. Danny joins us now. (laughs) (laughs) Great piano playing Jack. Uh, Danny joins us now. Take it away with first accent. Ahoy, my name is Danny, and this is my real accent. Ooh. Scottish, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounded Eastern block to me. Jack, it's your turn to ask a question. All right, Danny, in that accent, who is your favourite member of Friends and why? I'm fairly sure that everybody thinks Chandler's the funniest because, well, it's fairly obvious that he is, actually, and Matthew Perry's amazing. Oh, yeah, this is... Okay, you're right, and Eastern European, perhaps... Yeah, like yeah a, that was good. She doesn't have to do any more. Russian question is fun. Okay, good. accent number two, Danny. Ahoy, my name is Danny, and this is my real accent. 
Okay. Okay. Danny, will, oh yeah, you uh, want to go in there? Uh, yes. What's your favourite sport, Danny? Uh, I like kickboxing and Muay Thai. Hmm. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, I will reveal I've told one lie. <laughs> okay. But okay. it's not that. Okay, Danny, uh, third accent, please. Ahoy, my name is Danny, and this is my real accent. Irish. Um, <clears throat> good internet salesman. Mm. Um, Danny, what shoes are you wearing and where did you get them? I'm wearing Converse that my sister bought me for my birthday. Very good. I'm wearing Jeez. Nikes that I stole from wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, she doesn't have to say anything she else. Doesn't have to her say anything. job I... is done. Okay, a couple of things that are swollen around my head. Yeah. The, the Irish came in fast, natural, clean. Mm. Yes. It flowed smoothly. There was no delay yeah. on, the, on the delivery. Is that because it's her favourite accent to do? Mm. We don't know. Would you put your natural one last? We don't know. The, Austra- um, the Aussie The accent- Australian felt a little turned up to 11. Am I? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But my, 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 my worry is, is you go extra ocker is a red herring. Yes. Um, is, that, is that what you're thinking? That's there's, what a, thinking uh, there's an ABC Kids show called Kangaroo Beach at the moment yeah. that I have been... Enduring. ...have had cause <laughs> to endure. <laughs> and it's fine, um, yeah. but it just felt like a bit of a Kangaroo Beach accent. Mm-hmm. Kitty Flanagan does great work on Kangaroo Beach, but it just felt like well, a bit well, of... any Australian in a US TV show mm. or film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you feel a bit Simpsons Australian episode? A mm, little bit, a uh, little bit. Jack, what about what the you... first? My, uh, my thought is Irish. It really came naturally... And uh, most believable. The first one I was skeptical on. Hey. First, the, the the Eastern European. Yep. Mm. Felt a little bit like a baddie and get smart, didn't it? Like mm. a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still good. I mean, a great accent. Let's just say, hats off all round. Yes. She certainly is a lady of many voices here. Mm. Which one is the real voice? I think Irish is her natural. I think lilt. I'm thinking Irish. I just hope we haven't been fed. A, yeah. a two dialed up Aussie. That's my my worry. That yeah, I, was, I am worried about that. <laughs> I, I think the other the other thing to consider is is it most likely going to be Australian because most of the listeners are Australian. That's um, it is true, That's but it's unfair. Bet. It's it's uh, that that then we're not playing the game really. We're trying to play the odds. Yeah, I think we have to lock in Irish. You guys with happy with that? I'm, happy. I'm an Irish. Um, okay, Danny, are you there? Yes. I am, and I'd love to tell you guys that I am Irish, but I'm born and bred in Australia. Sorry. <laughs> She's changed it on us during the She's gear changed it. Did your sister even buy you those Converse, or are you oh, just a liar? she did. She did. No, look, um, I'm not a complete fibber. She really did buy these for me for my birthday. Um, but very, but very much, very much Australian. So That is Great That's a good stuff. Irish. Yes. Okay, now let's go inside. You've got a coin, Danny. Well done. Let's go inside the actor's studio here. During, during the accent, the Australian bit, did you add perhaps one extra layer of Vegemite on the Australian accent? I think I added about 10 layers of Vegemite. Yeah. That, yeah that's, I guess that's the game. I, I suppose you, you, you had to. Yeah. But, I mean, we smelled it. We smelled it. <laughs> what was strange was I thought your Australian was your worst accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it was, uh, it was only three. We got to choose from three. So I think if there was a lineup of eight, obviously uh, we, you would have probably played 
you're Australian a little differently, I reckon. But you had no, to throw a the decoy there. Well done. Congratulations. Coin coming your way. And a rare moment where there's been a success story and a special skill. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very, very much, boys. <laughs> See you later. See ya. That's Aussie. And I... Mm-hmm. I wandered past the bookstore the other day and my eyes caught a book that I know you're a fan of or a series of books that I know you're a fan of, um, The Secret by (laughs) (laughs) Rhonda. I think it's by Rhonda someone, Rhonda someone, yeah. And I remember when The Secret came out, you loved this book, raving about it, going, all you've got to do is have a big wish and you get what you wish for. Yeah. If, Which and, I think is that that's the only idea of the secret. So it was can, a very popular self-help book about 15 years ago. And you can amplify your wish. Can you? By cutting out a picture of your wish and <laughs> sticking it up on your wish board or something. Yeah. So, you, so the more you, pictures, the, the better luck comes or something. The more, if you change dimensions from, yeah, just wishing to visual wishing, yep. your vision board, hmm. things will come to you. Now, before people get too defensive here, I'm not poo-pooing the notion of positive thinking. No. Of course, if you want to do this, if you want to run a marathon or if you would like a new car, having a goal is a fine thing. Yes. I think um, the secret was interesting because it seemed to push the theory that you'd, once you've made the wish, you've done your bit. Now it's, <laughs> now it's up to the universe yes. to just Do their to, 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 to receive the order yeah. and put the wheels into motion yeah. and to start filling out the new car. You know, they might you might in a dream the universe might appear to you and go, "Oh, what were you thinking, Holden Cruise, or hmm. like what do you want?" Like, oh no. Um, more of a Tiguan, please. Oh, oh shit! Well, we can't. I mean, that's <laughs> let's. Well, if we can't, would you be happy with a Holden Cruise? <laughs> you know, yeah. obviously everyone's wishing for Tiguans. <laughs> so that seemed to be the 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 idea. My my mum was very into the secret. Yes, Loved the secret. Um, Cabo's into that stuff though. Your mum, huge, huge crystals, huge. Um, yep. horoscopes, pendulums. Yep. Moonbeams. My mother-in-law heavily into the into that world, mm. so they love that. Really resonated with them. Just going great. Finally, a system I can get right behind. <laughs> wish, wish and forget. I've done. I've, I've done my yeah. bit again. Yeah. Should you wish to, um, you know, invent a new, uh, open a cake store? Mm. Um, you know, good. That's mm. great. That's great to be thinking about that. But I, I would say it's, it's more. It's then when you go and talk to the builder or yeah. your friend who's a designer, location. Or, yeah, Scouts, you actually, you, know, you, you start yeah. thinking about that. That's probably more effective. Whether the cakes are good enough. It's the, it's, that's <laughs> yeah. the stuff that's probably helping you get there yeah. rather than just, well, I wish and wish, now I... The wish and wait. I'll wait for the keys to arrive in the mail. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so the secret, I thought we'd sort of had the secret. I thought mm. the secret had come and gone. Anyway, I'm walking past the bookstore. There's a new one out. What's it called? It's called The Greatest Secret. <laughs> <laughs> Right, the greatest secret. Which, if I was one of the original secret fans, yeah. I would be annoyed at the greatest secret. Going, well, why didn't you include this in the original <laughs> book? I thought the whole isn't the whole point yeah. of the secret. Like there is only one secret. This is the secret to the universe. You just have to wish a bit harder, and that's what, everything will be taken care of after that. Now we find out there's a greatest secret. Wow. Well, it's like tech companies. When you've got a phone, you can't. You go, if we've got amazing technology that leaps kind of three phones in advance, they go, no, no, no. Let's bring out something in between. 
Right. Uh, well, so you reckon it's like they already have the PS8, but yeah. they're just not bringing it out yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so, in. A, so I'm in. A, I, I know I'm treading in. I'm treading into territory here, and I, I want to be sensitive to this. Um, one of our very good friends, Sarah, she produces this podcast. She has her own yes. podcast series, A Life of Greatness, yes. that plays somewhat in this world. I'm not saying she she might not be a giant proponent for mm. the secret, yeah. but Sarah, come in here for a second. Sarah's coming in. Sarah's yeah. coming in. <laughs> now, Sarah, Sarah a wild, wild guess, wild guess here, Sarah. Have you read The Secret? I actually interviewed Rhonda Byrne about The Greatest okay, Secret. Okay. Oh, about there? The Greatest Secret? Well, yeah. this is my question to you. What yeah. is, can you tell me? So am I, are we writing our original assessment of The Secret? Not Oz- really. Okay. okay. <laughs> to, 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 where, where did we go wrong? So it's more, because it, it became more Hollywood style, people thought, oh, I'll just think of a parking spot and then a park, I can get the parking spot. Yeah. My mum does it, that. It's actually... <laughs> She actually sends white light ahead of <laughs> ahead of when we get there. She sends white light to the universe, and then when the parking spot turns up, she uses that as evidence of the existence of the of the system working. Great. Hilarious! She's onto it. It's it's manifestation. So it's you have your desire, but you have to actually feel like like it's happening or it's happened. And you usually do it when your eyes are closed and you go into kind of a meditative state. Hmm. And then, and then you think about what you want, but you think about it as if it's already there. So right. It's, so it's wearing. You have to feel it's, it. It's wearing a suit to uni <laughs> going, boys, 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 I've already got the internship. <laughs> you know, dress for the job you want, exactly. not the job you have. That, yes, that yes. old adage. But and that's not you, far off what we were saying. No, not far off, but then you actually have to kind of go about your daily life like you've already got it. <laughs> so, yeah. what? Oh, wow. so when you turn up to the cake shop and start <laughs> yeah. making cakes and it's still a dry cleaners, and they go, what are you doing here? This is my cake shop. Oh, not yet, it's not. <laughs> well, our lease hasn't ended. <laughs> this is, <laughs> as a, a 17 year old when you're saying, I'm catching up with Giselle Bushin tonight, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's more, more elements in there. So, so that's, sorry, Zuckerberg, this is my office now. I don't know if you, I don't know, if you know or not, but I um I'm yes, I've been wishing with my eyes closed, so I've been doing it <laughs> I've been doing it right. <laughs> so okay, so that's the that's secret one point zero. Yeah, can you tell what's the, greatest, the greatest, what's the greatest No, secret? what's the greatest secret? It's, How's it been improved? Yeah. So I think she just goes basically into Eyes more. closed, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> You are allowed to. You are allowed to peek one eye open once a month. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I, th- I think basically you're not far off. She just goes. <laughs> <laughs> it's toes. It's toes. <laughs> She just goes into more depth about what the oh. initial secret was and I I think she just talks more about how you really have to live and breathe what your manifestation is. Right. During the living and breathing where people have been falling over. <laughs> so is this because people are ringing her up going, hey, I, I, I keep walking up to this Ferrari and it doesn't go, what, what? It doesn't know. It's just not opening and it's back on them to go, well, live it and breathe it a bit more. So during your interview, Sarah, did you say, that sounds a lot like the original? 
Yeah, plus like plus. Original secret. Well, I, I thought that for a little bit, but mm. then uh, she mostly talked about her life story and how she lives and breathes the secret, and she mm. had some very good points. Mm-hmm. Um, Lovely. But, <laughs> When you so challenged her originally, she, she closed her eyes and crossed her fingers and wished you didn't, and suddenly... You didn't tend, you tended to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Is she living in LA? Is... Uh, yes, yes, she's living in America. Right, so the pressure's on for when people see her driving down Sunset Strip or whatever mm. and she's looking for a car park... If she doesn't get one immediately, <laughs> yeah. because that it has people, you know, transferring this power now into finding car backs, she would just drive home rather than the embarrassment <laughs> of going, I can't let people see me, who's living and breathing at the best, yeah. not get a car park. That'd be, I'm just, yes, yeah, that'd be no, a horrible day for her. Well, that's it exactly. Because she said that she does, she lives and breathes everything in the secret and um, she doesn't have attachment to any outcomes. Sarah, okay. Sarah is that podcast out yet? Yes, the episode is out. Great. With Rhonda okay. Byrne. People go check Get it out. Life of Greatness. Life of Greatness. We do love your podcast, yeah, Sarah. Well done, Sarah. Um, you're doing beautiful work in that. Yeah. Interviewing her, not us. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's Sarah does beautiful work in that space. An, an, an inquisitive mind <laughs> taking all those guests on. But I, I can't believe living and breathing was the, <laughs> was the bit thing. that people weren't doing. So eyes closed, fingers crossed, live and breathe. Can't go wrong. <laughs> oh, closed eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> Ando, mm-hmm. you seem relaxed. Oh. You seem unupset. <laughs> Shall we upset you? <laughs> no. Yes. Everything is neat and practical, because that's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. All right. Do your darndest. I see, I see Ed's uh, in the barrel Ed, ready to fight. <laughs> we have Ed, Ed ready to deploy a Hoy Ed. Hey, boys. How you doing? Good, thanks. Very man. good, mate. Um, what have you got to upset Andy? I um, just wanted to let you guys know that I bought a uh, electric toothbrush over a year ago, hmm. and as soon as it ran out of charge, I couldn't be bothered putting it back on the charger. <laughs> I just used it as a normal normal toothbrush. It's a, it's a small, <laughs> circular-headed normal toothbrush. It actually, I'm, I'm in the middle of doing the same thing. That, it does the job. No. Absolutely does the job. That gives me hives. Ed, and that's the, right the, at the top, right the at the motor, top of the scale for me. And a, it's, the motorised function is a nice value add, but it's like an <laughs> e-bike. You can still pedal it. You can still get around on it. Ed, yeah, definitely got me. Congrats, buddy. Yeah, That's uh, right at the top for me. Enjoy. Gosh, I get frustrated. Enjoy. Enjoy. I won't. Enjoy. I, get, I get frustrated when if we go away and don't bring the charger and it starts getting low, like it slows down a little bit. Um, yeah. Slow, anyway. Really? Slows yeah. down? I mean, yeah. but how many revs a minute do you need? Because it's like a 1,000 <laughs> revs a minute. Like, you know, no, 500 still towards, very good. Towards the last brushes, it, it starts to lose its mojo. Um, anyway, Ethan... Ahoy to Good you. on you for taking it away because I just have one um, travel toothbrush that I have like floating around the backpack that I use for traveling. <laughs> and I, I will. That. Yeah, I do. And it's the old see-through plastic one that you get with the mini toothpaste in the travel kit. Yeah. And I, I'm not a grub, so when I get to where I'm going, often you'll get like a little kettle in the, like, yeah. the hotel room yeah. and I'll um, boil the kettle and sterilise the toothbrush and she's good to go again. He's losing quite a lot of bristles, though. (laughs) Has got severe baldness, that brush. But still, you know, doing the job. Ethan, ahoy to you. Ahoy, boys. Um, Unleash. (laughs) So following the dental theme, I've also got one involving the empty tube of toothpaste. Like, you know how hard it is just to get that little bit out. 
Mm. And he's, actually, he's probably got something that you could buy online or at a market, like some sort of plastic clip. That yeah, like, I don't, I don't subscribe. I know I've seen them, Ham. It's, it's up my. It, it's the kind well. of thing you'd assume I'm really not interested. If you okay. practice proper toothpaste <laughs> etiquette from the outset, you won't need it. You won't need it. Which is okay. two thumbs. And what is the, the toothpaste? Tooth thumbs, th- thumbs from the bottom, yeah. and and always press from the bottom, making your way up. Why would you though, when you can have the excitement of pressing from the top <laughs> with the fresh tooth? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, Ethan. Sorry, Ethan, what yeah. are you doing with the empty uh, toothpaste? You just leave it there and just brush your teeth with the toothbrush alone because I can guarantee there is leftover toothpaste in between the bristles. <laughs> 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 and that's a guarantee. <laughs> you can't guarantee. I rinse thoroughly, and you. you yeah, but it's get... like rinsing a crime scene, Ando. There will still be some there. There will still be some there. <laughs> Let's keep moving through. That's got me as well, Ethan. Garrett. 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 I, I believe coming to us from uh, from the United States. That's uh, Greg from Chicago. Chicago. Fantastic. Awesome. How are things there, buddy? Uh, doing well. Doing well. Good to hear. All right, um, well, make things over here um, <laughs> furious by upsetting Andy, please. Um, my, my wife found out a few years ago that she had a cavity, which the dentist said was due to lack of flossing. Right. And the issue, obviously, with floss is that you can't take it around everywhere. And also, who else has time to find the floss in the first place? No one. So pretty regularly, she'll just use her hair. No. Nature's floss. <laughs> God did not give us a head full of floss for us to have lamb in our teeth all the time. Is this a special dentist? Might be, Andrew. You found your hot button. Garrett, uh, please uh, give your wife a tisk tisk from me. Garrett, um, could she get, because I get meat, I get, I've got a spot in my teeth that's an yeah. absolute fiend for a, particularly a lamb mm. or a pulled pork, something with a long stringy meat texture. Um could, is hair strong enough to get meat out from between the teeth? Uh, I have asked her that before, and the answer is yes. Great. She's a wonderful woman. She's yeah. a <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Garrett. Here's a gun. <laughs> Jai. Jai. Ahoy, Jai. Ahoy, Jans. What have you got to upset Andy? Yeah, so basically it's a pretty simple one. Uh, when I'm cooking with eggs uh, and I crack open an egg shell, instead of walking all the way to the bin and then all the way back to the cooking station, I'll just chuck it straight back into the carton. Um, and then when I've finished with all the eggs, I have this nice little carton of 12 empty eggshells ready to put straight in the bin, fast and loose. Fast and but, loose and so, so you clever. Would, but you, would you put back in the fridge three oh, yeah. empties and six non and six, six full? Yes, I would, of course. See, that's where... Over days. I, I, he's, I, talking about throwing, he's talking about throwing the shell out days later, Andy. Yeah. He's not cooking 12 eggs at a time. That, I'm not into this. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, yeah. the way I see it is uh, you can either have 12 trips to the bin or just the one, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Who's got time for 12 trips to the bin? I mean, <laughs> what about the, the Jai, pace that modern life what about is at Jai at the moment. if you bought the bin next to you when you were doing oh, the eggs? Lift up the bin, drag it over. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I, uh, I'm quite a common man, Andy, and my bin is actually not really easy to move, so. Yeah, uh, no, it must be nice to have a big chrome bin on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> must be very nice, mate. Why is it? Must be wonderful Why is it to have that sort of time. That sort of time <laughs> and luxury. <laughs> Joy, uh, Sorry thank about you, that, Joy. Darcy. Uh, wrap this up for us. I've had enough of this. Oi, <laughs> boys. Oi, Darcy. What have you got Oi. for Ando? Um, I keep a little tub of uh, chewing gum in my car. And um, when it starts to run a little bit low, and um, next time I'm at the servo, I'll go and. Um, I buy another tub of mint. I'll usually get a different flavour. Mm. 
And there's usually five or ten left in the previous tub, so I'll just chuck it in the new tub and shake it up. Mm. And I've got a whole variety of flavours, and usually by now I've got about three or four flavours in one tub. This is interesting, Darcy. A multi-tub. The reason why it doesn't irk me is I wouldn't like having to run with two tubs of Chewy in my car. Um, so the efficiency of having it all in one container. He's got an efficiency boner. And I. <laughs> it actually delights me. And I think oh. it, would delight, it would delight me more than the, the having a random flavour. Because oh, they're all good flavours. It's not like chewing gum brings out, you know, diarrhea flavours. Like, oh, I don't want that one. They're all perfectly good chewable flavours. So you haven't upset me. In fact, you get You've delighted him. Up. <laughs> I've delighted him. Yes. You've delighted us. Sometimes it backfires. We never can tell. He's a, he's a strange animal. Thanks, Sounds. Good job. Hi, everyone. Mike here, popping in at the end of this week's main pod to remind you all about Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project Season 2, of which is coming out every Monday. Season 1 is all there for you to binge as well if you would like to go back and check that out. Here is a little clip from this week's episode where the boys talk about how they used to get big-name artists and bands on the show. Seems a fun time of the year, Ando. Yes. 14th of September, across the years. Yep. Um, Because in... Normal rate, you're finishing an idea yeah. and then all you have to do is work out whatever the end of year party is. Yep, yep, uh, that's true. That was a big one in radio, wasn't it? Yeah, what are we doing to finish off the year? And then and you know you've got three weeks of ringing of pre-organised phone calls calling bands. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, Powderfinger, do you reckon you play? Oh, jeez, boys, I'd have to check the calendar. Yeah, okay, I'll come and play. Oh, wow. Thank you. Can't believe we secured Powderfinger. <laughs> Can't Just, believe on 1-800-Powderfinger they picked up. Yeah. It was really good at Bernard Fanning to be very, very available Thanks, at and now as a 420. Th- and now as a thank you, here's your new song. <laughs> Definitely in that order. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Check it out wherever you pod Hamish and Andy's Remembering Project alongside the main pod, which continues to come out every Thursday. We will catch you next week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.